This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. I'm happy to say we have online with us Rob Hutchinson. Rob, how are you doing? Very well and yourself, Benji. I'm doing great, thank you. And we are, as always, checking in with what is going on in Parliament. And before I get to the, the public participation element of this, Rob, just something I thought was very strange. You know, Parliament asking for some uh, interaction, some engagement on this issue of the Lady R in Russia, the idea that we may have maybe loaded weapons onto a sanctioned ship of the Americans, uh, and uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa announcing that there's going to be a, a – a, a, a commission of inquiry to look into what happened on the ship, uh, and uh, everyone was not very happy with that because, let's be honest, you should just know what your government department is doing. But okay, they're going to put a commission of inquiry, and now he's saying that it's going to be secret. What's that all about? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably something to do with uh, state security. That's always a, a great excuse and a, a, and maybe a valid reason. For, for government to conduct these these hearings in in secret um, until they can find find the facts and uh, you know get things out in in public um, you don't want you don't want the public to be aware of what's being disclosed until they actually find the facts because it does create opportunities to uh, especially now close to elections for other political parties to jump in however that being said, um, I think issues like that should be made uh, public and, and transparent and um, definitely more more available for to scrutiny, especially by by the media. We saw instances in the Zondo Commission where some disclosures were behind behind closed doors, and there was huge con- confusion and controversy around those. But yeah, we should learn from from those instances and, and definitely make it more transparent. Now, is there any, if if you know, is there any requirement that, let's say, the outcome is secret in some way that the president is saying, but but they would have to report it to the intelligence committee or something in, in parliament? Uh, would parliament have any oversight of this, or is it just something that's done literally in the dark and, and then they tell the president? No, no, there, there has to be some disclosure along the way, whether it's after the report or during the report. I think the parliamentary legislation does cater for both, uh, especially on a matter of state security. It does, it will have to go, undergo um, parliamentary scrutiny, uh, especially from the security cluster. They, they will be, be involved and the, the committees are made up of all parties, so it can't just be uh, under under ANC control or under government's control. It's definitely got to be open to for everyone to see. There might be uh, non-disclosure uh, agreements put in place. However, you know, it's this is a democracy. Uh, things should be open for for everyone to see and to, of course, challenge at at a later stage. And isn't it just like? It's not as if we were doing something with our military, right? You had a boat from Russia that arrived, okay, so at a military base. But mm. it, it kind of seems to me that this is relatively binary. Either they did something that they shouldn't have done, which is sort of unload something onto that ship that they shouldn't have, or we were just donating t- tinned peaches to, like, Putin's after party, you know, like, and then in which case, why not just say it? Why all the secrecy? 
Absolutely, yeah. That's, the fact that it's secret or nobody wants to disclose what it was is probably the reason for this inquiry. Somebody's hiding something somewhere and we need to get to, get to the bottom of it. I think it's a, it's a good initiative for, for President Ramaphosa to, to undertake. Uh, but hopefully something does come, come of it. We've, uh, we've seen in the past that, uh, you know, these, these commissions of inquiries are, are opened up and nothing ever happens. So, yes, and something of, of global importance such as this, I think we'll have the global community uh, keeping a close eye on it. Yeah, well, as, as Tony Leon used to say, when, you, when you're not sure what to do, former commission. Uh, so maybe <laughs> Cyril's taking a, a leaf out of that particular book, but it does actually move us on to what I did w- want to talk to you about today, which is what we normally talk about, which is things that are actually sort of happening in Parliament. And it is sort of connected because there are re- proposed reforms for the whistleblower protection regime in South Africa. And, uh, you know, whistleblower is a very important part of fighting corruption. We've seen it in in South Africa all the time, I think particularly if we think about it in relation to the Guptas and the Gupta leaks and that sort of thing, that's a, a big example where somebody somewhere downloaded a bunch of stuff and, and gave it to the press and it became a big deal. It was one of the things that led to the Zuma regime falling eventually. Uh, but 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 whistleblower is not always so protected in South Africa. We have a, a, a disturbing history of people being assassinated, being fired, being harassed. So I'm assuming that this is an attempt to, to try and remedy that particular situation, Rob. Exactly, Benjamin. It is, it is a discussion paper which is doing the rounds in Parliament right now on reforming the uh, uh, procedures around handling whistleblowers, uh, suggesting amendments to the Protected Disclosure Act and the Witness Protection Act as well to make it easier and uh, more comfortable for uh, whistleblowers to come forward and give give information. Um, It even proposes uh, expanding, as I said, the Protected Disclosures Act, uh, which is currently more focused on an employer-employee relationship. However, this takes it much further or proposes this discussion paper proposes that it, take, it should be expanded to take it further into governmental sectors, members of the public being involved, and beyond uh, just the employer-employer employer relationship, employee-employer relationship. Um, it also establishes a fund to support whistleblowers, and uh, uh, grants the Human Rights Commission great authority in dealing with a discrimination posed against whistleblowers should should that happen. One good part about it is uh, it provides um, a process for legal and emotional support to to whistleblowers. Uh, whistleblowers often uh, get intimidated um, when when they do blow the whistle on on corrupt activities and uh, don't have the legal resources to do so. And this provides uh, it's creating a dare I say it's safe space. For, for whistleblowers to, to come forward and provide information, which will hopefully lead to um, more transparency in, in government and um, accountability taking place, and with, of course, less corruption. Now, when, when you're talking about a fund, uh, is this to support whistleblowers sort of for their expenses whilst they might not be, have a job? Or I know at one stage there was a serious discussion about if people should be given an incentive to actually blow the whistle, like a kind of a, 
you know, like you used to see those posters, you know, wanted dead or alive reward 50,000 Rand top five. Yeah, it's actually it's both, Benji. It's it's a legal fund, which uh, it gives whistleblowers the opportunity to get legal support or protection as as they need, and it does uh, provide a a fund uh, with an incentive based incentive behind it. Uh, what that is, be there's several options proposed in the in the discussion paper, but that again will have to be. Uh, brought into legislation and the regulations around that legislation. It's a good move, I think. Quite quite a good incentive here. Yeah, it does sound good. I, I suppose you always do have to worry about privacy concerns and the sharing of state secrets and foreign powers mm. and all of that sort of thing. But but given that corruption is such a serious issue in South Africa, it, it does seem to me that – and we have so many people who really have been enormously brave – when it comes to to doing this kind of thing, I think it does sound very positive. Uh, as always, Robert, I like to try and give the listeners a sense about how the the sausage making system of Parliament uh, goes ahead. Um, so, what where where do discussion papers fall in the in the grand scheme of how we make a, a parliamentary bill? Discussion papers are part of the research behind it. So either an external body or a, a civil society organization or an international body will propose uh, reforms to certain legislation uh, based on um, events that, that have happened. In this case, it was brought about by uh, events that happened in the Zondo Commission and in other, uh, I'll say, state secrets that were, were revealed where where witnesses and whistleblowers were were taken on, uh, were threatened, their lives were threatened, their jobs threatened, livelihoods and so on. And this discussion paper came from from the private sector and from civil society suggesting reforms to legislation. Um, so once the discussion paper has been put out for public comment, uh, other people can add more to it, discuss what's uh, in it, uh, remove certain parts, expand on it, and so on. And then that will go into the legislative um, amendment process. So from there to a draft amendment to the two uh, acts that are proposed in here. And then from there, it will be opened again to public comment, further input can be made, and then sent to uh, the presidency to sign into law. From from there, regulations will be drafted around it and how the process is actually carried out. Absolutely fascinating stuff. Talking as always, we are to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa, finding out what is going on in Parliament. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM chatting to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa about what is going on in Parliament. And Rob, of course, you have your finger on the pulse about what is going on. So what can people expect to be coming down the pipe uh, in terms of what you guys are working on? Oh, there's so much going on right now in, in Parliament, Benji. Uh, there's a, around uh, it's over 40 bills that are, are circulating in Parliament. Uh, many of them have been there for quite some time, uh, some new ones that, that have been proposed and amendments to new acts. But once again, there's talk on the NHI bill. I think that's one of the most important things going on right now as that, that proposes serious tax measures and additions to, to taxations on payroll tax uh, for all South Africans and quite a few others. There's uh, amendments to uh, regarding children 
which is again about protection of children, uh, how children should uh, be uh, educated. There's bills on education going around now. There's tobacco products and electronic delivery systems uh, bills, which proposes um, more legislation and regulations around smoking and vaping. There's so much going on right now, Benji. There's, it's, it's quite quite an exciting time in Parliament. Even though Parliament is is uh, on on recess at the moment, um, when they come back, there will be plenty work for them to do. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you you cover this regularly on your your show, dear Parliament, don't you, Rob? Absolutely. Every every Wednesday, at twelve o'clock. Well, almost every Wednesday at 12 o'clock, depending if I'm uh, not busy in Parliament or presenting to Parliament, and discuss that with with a, with a guest on on certain issues. One thing I've just noticed, Benji, just to uh, bring us in there, is there's currently there's a uh, open for comment is the annual review of the Constitution of South Africa. So every year, according to the Constitution, it has the Constitution must be put out to the public. And the public are offered an opportunity to bring in uh, changes or amendments in in improving the constitution or making it making it better. So adding it, amending it, and so on. And that's currently open for for public comment now. So anybody, any South African, can make suggestions on uh, on amending the constitution, and that will be considered by by Parliament. Well, absolutely. So that is uh, good to know that uh, one can amend even the Constitution in our uh, wonderful democracy. Rob, if people do want to amend the Constitution or talk about whistleblowers or the NHI or the Bella Bill or Water Bill or uh, the Ec- Employment Equity Bill, the Vaping Bill, uh, where can they do it? The easiest way is through... Uh, the public participation platform, dearsouthafrica.co.za. You can go there, you can find out more about the bills, what's going on, more summaries, news articles, you can download the bill, and you can just fill in a form which sends your comment directly through to Parliament in an official format. That's dearsouthafrica.co.za. Well, there you go. That is Rob Hutchinson there from Dear South Africa, bringing us to the end of the show for today. Thank you, everyone. Uh, who helps make the show great every week. Uh, Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. Vusi, who's on the sound. Mashadi, who does the production. And to you, dear listener, who joins us every single week. And do join us again next week on the New Blue Review.